to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about a Japanese kids cartoon with giant monsters where they fight other giant monsters. And in this episode, Wait. we are trying again to get this started. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I you mean, know, this, you didn't have to no say There's no technical anything. hiccups in this show, I don't know what you're talking about. No. Yeah, no. if you hadn't said anything, nobody would know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I deleted that audio. That audio was lost to the ages. It's that audio forever. is Yep, nope, that audio exists only as like some artifact in the digital world. Mm. Actually, I I did not delete it and I actually have an old track that this is recording over. He kept so. it. <laughs> okay, what you need to do is export those together and just layer them. <laughs> just put them over the top so we get both at the yep. same time. That won't. Yep. It'll be great audio if you if you export it like that. Like, there's nothing we can do to remove that either. We're stuck with it. So, <laughs> but yeah. So this week there's no jewels. Again, had work. We record on the weekend. It's, well, here anyway. It's like Friday for you guys. I was just about to say. I mean, it's Friday. Uh, it's Friday. I consider, not weekend. I consider the weekend begins as soon as work. And so, <laughs> but we do have Joel is here. Yeah, that'd be me. And we have a guest George is here. That is me. So, yeah, as I was saying before, for some reason, my Skype hated me. But we get a great Frosty the Snowman this time. Yeah, I mean, song. it's you can tell he's great because he's trying to sound like the original Frosty the Snowman, which is good. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't quite nail it, but um, it's definitely a distinctive voice. There's a lot of people turn characters turn up in this show where the voice actors are just doing an impression of someone famous. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's great. it's really infuriating most of the time because I usually can't <laughs> tell who they're doing. Like, I'll recognize they're trying to do a voice, but I can't place what voice. Yeah, yeah, it's, I hate sometimes that. I didn't want to start that. I didn't want to start that age conversation so early in the podcast already because i understood every single impression dude you're lucky i know who frosty the snowman is i'm an australian <laughs> he's he's a mythical creature to you right you know with yeah. that white powdered stuff that yeah he like only shows sugar. up in like two parts of the country and no one really goes there because that's where we put all the politicians <laughs> it, it only in snows the, the only snowfields in australia uh, in the middle of, like, Canberra, which is our capital, in case you didn't know. No one does. Um, <laughs> it's, like, the only snowfields in the country. A capital you know so little of that's actually right here. Mm. You ask so many people, and it's like, oh, what's the capital of Australia? Like, 90% will say Sydney. Well, yeah, it's, the, <laughs> it's all, probably the only Australian city they can wait, think of. Wait, yeah. it's not Sydney? No, it's Canberra. Camera? Canberra. Canberra. 
C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A. It's about halfway between Melbourne and Sydney because they couldn't decide which one was going to be the capital. <laughs> Seriously, that's the reason? That's part oh, of I the reason. Melbourne. I don't know. I... Like, That's not much different from the United States where they just like created a non-state yeah, that was city to be the capital. Because... because Sydney and Melbourne were the capitals of their own colonies. So they were like, let's make one in the middle. And they made like a federal territory for it. It's really stupid. No one likes Canberra. It's a giant roundabout. No one likes it. <laughs> but yeah, that's where not as stupid the only as Mexico is. giving up Texas. There, I just <laughs> geographically located myself. <laughs> you can always tell who's from Texas. Yeah, they'll, love, yeah, they'll what, definitely make sure. One of my favorite things about Texas is Americans who go on about how big Texas is. I'm like, oh, it's such a big state. Queensland, the state I live in in Australia, is three times the size of Texas. I mean, like, you're, even Texas <laughs> isn't as big as they like to claim because Alaska's bigger. Yeah, Alaska's fucking huge. Alaska's, like, fucking half the size of the country. <laughs> but yeah. On to Digimon news, because <laughs> we're going to piss someone off if we keep going on this track. <laughs> um, but nobody yeah. nobody tunes into this podcast to hear about Digimon, let's be honest. It's, yeah, it's, it's... I listen to this podcast for Digimon. You are the exception. Oh, man, I thought, I thought California beat us, but that's not true. Texas is still number two. Yep. California's <laughs> number three. Where Suck number it, Cali. Number two. Number two. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately... While I was away last week when we didn't record, Koji Wada, who was behind pretty much all of the music in the Japanese version of Digimon, uh, he passed away from cancer. So I came back from an awesome week away with friends to someone saying, oh, by the way, Koji Wada's dead. This has been a bad, I mean, this, this has been a bad year for famous people, period, but it's been a really bad year for Digimon composers in specific. So both the English and Japanese versions of Digimon lost the music man behind it within like Listen, two nights. I, I love Digimon way more than a grown-ass man should love Digimon, but I don't know if you can really categorize these composers in the same group as we lost Alan Rickman. No offense. Did Alan Rickman ever sing Let's Kick It Up? Maybe yeah, he was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he was a pretty cool guy. This is true. Man, that would be awesome. But yeah. you know what? I'd like to imagine he's done it at least once. I'd hope so. That would be maybe nice. not in public. <laughs> there's probably no proof of it. But if there's no proof, you can't say he didn't. Exactly. I mean, anyone who's listened to "Let's Kick It Up" has probably sung it at some point in their life. It's, that's it's yeah. That's a fair. So that's a fair statement. Yep. But in other news, I also decided to uh, unfortunately get addicted to Digimon Heroes, the mobile game. <laughs> um, which it's just like all of those other free, like I say, free mobile games that Japan are putting out, where it's like, oh yeah, you have this little mini game, and then you collect stuff, and then you fuse them together to make them stronger. That's it's. All it is, except it's got Digimon, which makes it worthwhile. I mean, that's that's the that's how they get you, right? They take a really inane, super basic pro- like gameplay premise and wrap it in something you care about. Yep. 
pretty much. Whoa, what the fuck is that? That's my phone. I yeah, that that came <laughs> has through. Has it nice never rung before? That's not my ringtone. I don't know what that was. Oh. <laughs> You're being hacked, bro. Yeah, whoops. Either that or your phone has become sentient and is trying to reach out to you. Mm. It's it's your Digimon Cyber it's gonna turn into game a Digivice? hacking you. Please turn yeah, into a Digivice. I was, just go- I was just about to say, if you check that message or whatever popped up, you might get sucked into the digital world. Mm, Do you want to be Digidestined? Hope... Press here. Or, or no, no. Reply yes. <laughs> Who would not? Text, I mean... yeah, text 413 to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was... I'm pretty sure that was the start of Digimon Frontier, was that the main character got a weird phone call on his mobile, and then he, like, caught a train to the digital world, and his phone turned into a Digivice. I don't know why, but the only Digimon that I've constantly watched over and over again are the first two seasons, sometimes Tamers. I've I've only watched uh, Frontier once. Yeah, me too. It's just not very good, unfortunately. I really like the concept of the twin brothers, but aside from that... Yeah. Yeah. I had a big problem with Frontier in that if you weren't one of the main two characters, you just kind of got fucked over. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. Tamers is still fucking awesome, though. Like Mostly because of Guillemot. And Impmon. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I've said it before, but Impmon yeah. is like the single best character in the entire franchise. As just... much as I would love to have Patamon as my, you know, Digimon, I would have to pick Impmon. Yeah, but he's also like probably the worst Digimon to have as a partner because he's kind of a dick. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing small Cyber Sleuth because I can, and it's so good. It's yeah, like it's gotten to some really weird stuff. Like um, I had to take a break because I, I went away for a week, but um. There was like this one mission where you need to unlock a door that won't unlock, and it's like a Digimon infected the lock, and you had to like clear it out and stuff. And then you go into this underground tunnel, and it's turning digital. And then you go back, and it's like, oh yeah, this tunnel was like shifting into the digital world. And then the fucking detective you work for just goes, oh yes, it must be something to do with the ley lines and feng shui of Tokyo. <laughs> like what? How does that make any sense? I'm trying really hard not to yell out loud right now. <laughs> Joel, do you remember when I told you about that sale for Digimon on Amazon? Yup. It's back up to 50 bucks. Ah, that's just my window. That is it. disappointing. <sighs> I should have bought it. Although, if you buy it now, it's probably just a bit too late. Because, um, I think I've mentioned this. There was a, a pre- like, it wasn't really a pre-order. It was more of a buy-early bonus. And that you got these two packs of, you got given a black Agumon and a black Gabumon. Uh, and if you don't have either of those, you cannot get a black War Greymon. So, and he's just straight up the coolest. You also cannot get um, Beelzemon Blast Mode. So, shit luck. I give up. But I can. I don't want any more. <laughs> <laughs> It was really. Fun. I was talking to my brother about like what he wanted his team to be, 
and he was basically saying, oh yeah, I was going to get uh, Imperial Drummond Fighter Mode, an Omnimon, and a Beelzemon. So yeah, that's pretty much my team. That's what I'm aiming that's... for. That's like asking, okay, so what characters are you going to try and main in this fighting game? Oh, you know, all the boss characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Imperial Drummond Paladin mode is in the game, but I feel it's kind of unfair to use him, considering he's just bullshit overpowered in basically everything he's ever appeared in. He's Yo, I mean, literally he's... just made up of the two most powerful Digimon they have, and just he's... mashed together. He's basically another level of Digivolution and everything but name. Yeah. Did they stop manufacturing this game? Is this why the prices have gone up? There's very few physical copies, yeah. I don't because, see that but, being a problem, though, in the day of everything digital? being available digitally. You can buy it <laughs> on <Digital>. the PSN. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at the Vita physical copy, and it's $73. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're out of... Like in print they probably, copies, they probably made. And there's only like, one in stock. Yeah, they probably and printed then like, like Digi- three, three, like issues of that game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the Vita. Like, there's 20 people who have one. I have like three, uh, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> so you're not one of those 20 because you have more than one. They have another one that's 50 bucks, but it's the <laughs> English subtitle and Japanese voices. That that's the whole game. There's no English audio. It's all that was because they did the localization on the like real cheap. Uh, so it's literally all. There's no English audio, just English text. Subtitles. They all they all speak Japanese. Yeah. Ah, oh, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. That's PSN, just how the game works. <laughs> it's pretty good. Now, what else did I have to talk about? I had something. Someone passed away, unfortunately. Um, yeah, Cyber Sleuth is awesome. Was it was it something about this episode of Digimon that we're that oh, we watched? Fuck no. Well, he's doing the <laughs> Digi News though, so I mean, let him <laughs> we had oh yeah, there was those videos I mentioned to you guys while we were starting to record <laughs> the uh, Leomon Death Compilation on YouTube, <laughs> which is just a video of every time a Leomon has died in any series of the show. Uh, there are only two seasons of Digimon in which a Leomon has not died. And is that because a Leomon and hasn't... Six. And is that because a Leomon hasn't appeared in those seasons? Yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> so I mean, does that really count then? Mm, does it really count as Digimon? If there's no Leomon to be killed? Wait, which which <laughs> which Digimon are we... Which, which shows were they? Adventure 2 didn't have one. And so yeah, it's not a not a season. One. So no, hey, hey. I I can't <laughs> speak for I can't speak for fusion, but yeah, Digimon season two didn't actually happen. So mm. I mean, Digimon season two did happen. Clearly, we would just all prefer that Kyrie TK, that little kid, <laughs> Kyrie the girl. No, it wasn't. Kyrie. Did we go Kingdom Hearts here? Sorry, whatever. <laughs> Kari. It's Kyrie. Where did I get Kyrie from? Kyrie is a character in Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. It is, isn't it? Are we going to get Kingdom Hearts Digimon now? Well, if oh, Dis- if Disney one. bought Digimon, I guess, which they will eventually, because eventually Digi- <laughs> Disney will own everything. Yeah. 
Wait, does that mean War Greymon is actually Wolverine's Digimon? I mean, probably if he had one. Yeah, that makes the most. That makes the most sense. Yeah. Which I, mean, I can't like think levels. of anything else. Um... So obviously, Angemon is angels, and I'm just doing <laughs> X Men right now. Let's see. Uh, maybe Unimon because he has like the the visor that should shoot lasers, but it doesn't. <laughs> I guess. I Wait, no, no. I got a great joke from one of the previous podcasts. No, because he's the leader. Cyclops' Digimon is Commandermon. Yeah. And also because no one actually likes Cyclops, he gets the worst Digimon. <laughs> exactly. Here's the, here's the problem, though. If Cyclops is a leader, he's got to wear that visor on his head, which means he's going to be blasting light. Laser eye blasts everywhere. Yeah, because he's got to have, like, the... Instead of goggles on his head, he, like, puts his visor up, and he's just, like, looking yep. at people, and they're just getting blasted. I mean, no, like no, it's even better. It's even better. He has his visor, puts them up like the goggles do. All the leaders from Digimon, if nobody knows that. Uh, puts it up like <laughs> the goggles do, but he still wears... He wears his shades. <laughs> <laughs> Making the visor double useless. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cyclops is the worst, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. Well, no, he was the worst. Now he's just the best. I mean, now he's just, like, mutant. Well, he's dead now, actually. But he's not. Wait, is there a new recent development I haven't caught up on yet? Didn't he show up as, like, a half-wizard person? Oh, that's... But I thought that was a clone. Who the fuck knows? I'm pretty sure that at least every X-Men is a clone at this point. They've all died so many times. Well, they they die more than Leomon, is. which is impressive. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah, as far as I know, Wolverine is, I think, the only major X-Man character who's still canonically dead. Yeah, I don't... But he's like an old man now. No, no, well, that's a, no, that's a different universe. Yeah, that's a different Wolverine. <laughs> Let's be real. Like I was talking six... about the current Wolverine, yeah. which is X was formerly X-23. Yeah, no, 616 James Howlett Wolverine is dead. And he's about the only major one I know of. He'll be back. They always come back. They oh yeah, no, they're not gonna they're not gonna keep dead. they're not gonna keep motherfucking Wolverine dead forever. <laughs> no. At least not until the next movie. <laughs> but wasn't the next movie weren't they thinking of making that old man Logan anyway? Yes. Which he's the current Wolverine well not Wolverine. Well, that's but he's I mean a that's Wolverine. That, yeah, I'm that would be, yeah, I don't know what the universal designation of the Fox movies are. But, um, yeah, that's a good fit for Hugh Jackman, who's getting older and doesn't want to keep being Wolverine forever. A old, cranky, tired Wolverine seems perfect. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the same role for 16 years now. I think it's time he, he moved on. As good as he is, I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Yes, I'm getting Digimon Cyber Sleuth for uh, Vita. Yeah, it's so good. It's cheaper. Now you, now you get to pick between your starting Digimon that no one really wants any of them, and then you immediately abandon them like ten minutes later. <laughs> and that with all like pocket monsters. I mean, I keep my Pokemon starter. They're always cool. only if it's Torchic. Nah. Stupid torture. Why? Uh, 
made me so mad. It goes from like this cute little chicken into like fucking what the hell is wrong with your legs? <laughs> Musking, yeah. I, I mean, we're not talking about, about Pokemon on a Digimon podcast. What are you talking about? That's why I said Pocket I... Monsters. You were the one that brought up the name Pokemon. Blast heresy. Combuskin more like <laughs> Chun Bu- Chung Buskin. You know, like Chun Li. Ah, because he's got the because he got the absurd thighs. Yeah. I I was just saying sweet kicks, but I mean, hey, if you want to be Chun Li's thunder thighs, because they shoot lightning. <laughs> <laughs> We should jump into this episode before we get crazy. Yeah, so um, episode nine, um, I don't know what the Japanese title is because I don't look those up, but the American title is Sub-Zero Ice Punch. The Japanese title is Clash, the Freezing Digimon. That makes it sound like the Freezing Digimon's name is Clash, which isn't accurate. No, it's not, but the, the Freezing Digimon do fight. Eventually. That is true. They do clash. Mm. But yeah, Sub Zero Ice Punch is a way better fucking name. Because... Okay, I have to ask. Why did you change the naming convention of the podcast? Because I got sick of not being able to make jokes in the title. Sub Zero Ice Punch. I mean, is a joke yeah, in itself? it's good, but <laughs> not every title is good. Episode nine. Where's I mean, joke? <laughs> <laughs> insert joke here. We'll edit that I'll, in later. I'll think of one. I'll think of one. <laughs> There'll be one. I mean, there's like so many terrible episode titles. Like there was episode was it two, three was just Gururumon. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a terrible title. Get on it. That's how Saban. you. That. Well, so episode nine. Do... Insert Mister Freeze line here. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Episode 9, Ice to Meet You. That's See, what you need to do line. is you need to get better titles in your podcast title. <laughs> but imagine if we just got Frigimon's awesome voice just doing Mr. Freeze lines. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not good at compression, so I'm not even going to try to do it, but... Um, <laughs> no, Anyone's listening? If anyone's listening, who is good at that, um, please, please send us your uh, send us your demo reel of that. Yes, just do a Frosty the Snowman, but doing Mr. Have you guys seen seen that that uh, music video of of uh, Mr. Freeze calling Batman a son of a bee? I have not. (laughs) It's it's hilarious. I'll have to get on besides, that at some point. Whenever I would get in a group chat on PlayStation, besides me occasionally busting out the Digimon theme song uh, in the middle of Battlefield 4, uh, <laughs> they like to sing this this particular song, and it's pretty hilarious. Hmm. Uh, so on the, uh, the recap tracker, which we were wondering what was going to happen, Ty does it, so I guess that's settled. But I mean, I guess we do get an episode focusing on two kids at a time now, rather than just one. Yeah, it's kind of how, a, they, yeah, kind of how they work introduction, for the rest of the arc. Introduction stories round two. Yeah, I mean, I do like in this recap though. They say we met Devimon, who was a most heinous character. <laughs> Did we just like jump into Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? <laughs> 
I object to that. I'm he's okay a, with that. He's a heinous. He's a heinous like person, but he's a great character. So far, one well, of the you few know, good characters. True. Yeah, you want to you want to talk about heinous characters? Um, Matt is in this episode. Yep, and he does his best, you know, being Matt. Yeah, being a piece of shit. Yeah. Seriously, is anyone like Matt? He's like actually the worst. The only good thing about Matt is that he has a brother named TK. Yeah, yeah. The much. answer to does the answer to does anyone like Matt? I think is TK and TK only because he's obligated to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, even worse, TK didn't get to grow up with Matt, so he didn't get to learn how terrible his brother is. Mm. See, normally, uh, I don't watch this with subtitles on when I'm doing the first watch through. I, I usually wait until we're in the middle of recording to do that. Uh, so I don't normally get to see that apparently during the intro, the captioning was made possible by Fox Kids Worldwide and the U.S. <laughs> Department of Education. Department of Education. I'm frozen <laughs> on that right now. Yeah, actually, Why? In what possible that. way would the U.S. Department of Education have to do in making these terrible subtitles? <laughs> Easy. They're so well, bad. I think, I think that actually, Fox I think that actually answers... Worldwide said, hey, we need somebody to transcribe these episodes so that our children could turn off the volume, concentrate on their schoolwork, and read on the screen while they're watching but their favorite cartoons. There are lines in these subtitles that aren't even in the episode. See, this, an this answers your question, though, because it's the U.S. Department of Education. Of course it's incompetent <laughs> as hell. Exactly. That's true. Which, yeah... The subtitles on what, this are really bad. What they that. should have done is the U.S. Department of Education should have done what my reading scholastics in middle school did, which was they were so impressed that I answered – I took so many of their reading comprehension uh, tests on all their uh, books that they asked me to make a test for one of my favorite books. And actually, I, I did like four or five of them. Nice. But yeah, the funny thing is the only, the only reason I, I did those. the really – I only so so they're like oh you did Star Trek the uh, Triad or whatever by Peter David uh, oh Imzadi that's what it's called and uh, you know you did this one but you also did the original Robin Hood that's like thicker than the Bible and this other one and they're all super impressed and I was well yeah because they had the highest points so I could buy like five comics <laughs> instead of two comics yep. with those points <laughs> makes sense so they should have just handed it down to kids to transcribe and I mean, give them points. <laughs> Considering no, the quality of, of all the subtitles in this show. I just threw out, not even just this episode, just so far, the subtitles are just so bad. But yeah, we open on the shot of like a freezing mountain with Ty basically doing another recap. Yeah, and we've got the laziest um, snow effect I've ever seen, which is just a like layer above the actual animation yep. of snow that's the not animation even... animation itself like, has snow on it, but it does not yeah. move. Yeah, they basically, <laughs> they basically took a cell, um, like a cellophane page with just these uh, little snowflakes on it and... Drag, drug it back and forth across the screen. Yeah, 
thing that gets me about this is he's talking about the recap. They all got separated by Devimon, who's now up in his castle on the top of Infinity Mountain. Um, I'm pretty sure that they were on top of that mountain, and there was no fucking castle there. Well, it was it was, it was an, an illusion. Yes, like, exactly. On there was the an illusion of no castle where a castle actually was. It was cloaked through illusion. <laughs> but basically. see, his power base is limited, so the illusion shattered on the mansion, thus shattering the invisibility cloak on the castle. Seems like a really useful power to have to make anything you want invisible. I mean, Devimon's basically the all the useful powers Digimon. He can touch somebody and make him them his like mind controlled slave. He can yeah. He can create we, illusions so intense that people think they've actually eaten food. Like, yeah. he's an omega level. <laughs> <laughs> but so we go into Devimon's castle, which it's just a room that's like. Just dark because he's evil. You know, can't have light in anywhere. And it's just full of like gargoyles and statues. Like what? You live here? There's not even like any chairs. What do you do? You just stand there all day? He's just doing like a big monologue to Ogremon and Evil Leomon, who's evil again, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he's doing a monologue to Ogremon, who's too dumb to really understand what he's talking about, and Leomon, who's brainwashed and doesn't, like... Yeah. Like, he can't he really... give a shit. Yeah. It's... I think Devimon just likes to hear himself talk. I'd say so. Well, I mean, what villain doesn't? <clears throat> That's true. I mean, Competent villains, that's who. All of the villains in this show like to hear themselves talk. Like, every single one. Um, <laughs> I'd say maybe not Machine Dramon. I remember him being somewhat stoic. I think it's just because he just doesn't talk. He doesn't have lip flaps, so they don't make him talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then Devimon's just like, oh yeah, go Black Gears, and then Black Gears fly everywhere. See, that's what he does all day. He throws black gears around. Hmm. Uh, and then we he makes makes bad gifts of black black gears. <laughs> we cut to um, Ty and Agumon who are floating on like a chunk of ice. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we ended the last episode with them on a rock, which would have been more comfortable because I'm pretty sure he's about to get frostbite for being on that ice so long. Yeah, because they were, like, on the cliff, and Leomon, like, broke it off, and they floated away. <laughs> Maybe it's Continuity ice encapsulating... is not show's strong point. <laughs> it's ice encapsulating that rock. I, I just assume that's... I mean, it's Ty and Agumon. They probably fell off that chunk of island. <laughs> Onto a nice thing. Right, yeah, they're they're dumb and incompetent, but they're also lucky. I mean, you say they're dumb and incompetent. They are shockingly competent this episode. Why? Yeah, I guess. Why? Why would that matter about the sweater if you took off your clothes anyway? <laughs> so, yeah, they're on this chunk of ice, heading towards a giant iceberg that's zooming along. Holy shit, that thing's moving quick. Uh, and they hit it, and they get like um the most 
convenient way for them to hit it where they none of them get crushed against the ice. They all just go flying up and forward to safely land in the snow. Yeah, and Which is- when you get a good look at that iceberg, like it is a just like towering mountain of ice, all jagged, and there's no flat like, surfaces on it's it. It's like at the all. Fortress of Solitude made of ice. It's crazy. They they land in the snow and they land like face first, and we get a shot of just Agumon's legs and <laughs> the tiniest little part of Ty's ass. Just poking out of the snow. Yeah, just just his blue-colored underpants. Mm-hmm. Why? Again, his comment about his mom being right. Oh, Ty. Yeah, he says that uh, his mom was right. He should have worn a sweater. It's like, dude, you're in your underwear. I don't think a sweater would help. You haven't got any yeah, pants Yeah, you should have. Yeah, you, you were wearing pants and a shirt, and you don't have those on right now either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, speaking of which, like, after he helps Agumon out of the snow, um, he finds his which, clothes. Yeah, they just which, happen uh, to be on this iceberg. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're on you the guys... iceberg for some reason, and they are frozen flat. It's like someone ironed them out and then snap-froze them. Well, that or they were dipped in water briefly and then fell on the iceberg and got insta-freeze flat. But even but even then, the fact that they're flat, like they should have like frozen in a, like a ball or yeah, at some least sort of like somewhat scrunched, wrinkled like chunk. The, yeah, the thinnest sheet you could possibly get it into. So I just realized the bad animation is so apparent when you freeze. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> where you're between video frames be- because I'm still suck on watching him pull Agumon out. Clearly, he's half the poke the Digimon he used to be. Because he's like a very <laughs> defined cut-off point. This is like yeah. like South Park animation almost. Like it's pieces of cut-out construction paper. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, why bother drawing stuff people aren't gonna see? Yeah. Because yeah. who would like pause anything ever? So Ty's like, "Oh, my clothes, they're frozen." Uh, he mentions that they're too cool even for me. Which fuck's sake, Ty. Let me let me give you the latest hot look. Yeah, yeah. Agumon picks up what Ty's throwing down. Agumon <laughs> you know says, what? let me this give is you why the latest hot look, and he shoots a fireball at his shirt and melts which the happens ice. To, yeah, which happens to be just perfectly like calibrated to melt the ice and dry out the shirt without setting it ablaze. Well, it's I been mean, long enough, I was to half... His pants. Yeah, okay, yes. Alright, I haven't got that far yet, because I was about to say I'm half expecting that to happen. There yeah, it is. He, sh- he shoots a fireball at his pants, which then gets set on fire. Uh, and they have, like, a hole in them now, because they've been burned. And Agumon says, r- hey, on the bright side, at least you won't be cold anymore. <laughs> is there a... Let's see. Is there a radioactive mon or something in the digital world? Because how does Agumon know what the phrase nuke means? Well, you've seen all the various artifacts of the real world here. There's probably microwave, like a sea of microwaves somewhere. Yeah, but when they ran across the other artifacts, like the telephones, did they know how to use the telephones? Because only the Digi Destin did. 
I mean, they don't don't need to necessarily know how to use them to know what they are. They know all sorts of things that they should. Yeah, have no they know stuff know. they shouldn't know. Oh, that leads me to my theory. Oh God. You know how most large systems run on databases? That's how they get their information. Yeah. The digital world was created from the first computer, which had the initial database of all cataloged items in the real world. That's why they were spread throughout the digital world, like when the DigiDisc first arrived. But when they also arrived, all their inherent knowledge, when it was digitized, updated the database with the latest, you know, information that they had in possession in their minds. I mean, that could work. Yeah, I, I mean, there really... are. There's stuff like other kids have been to the digital world before. As well. So. Yeah, it's periodic updates. I suppose updates. it could work. Yeah. Every time a person shows up. It well, also I mean... explains why they're unintentionally influencing their surroundings. <laughs> why everything just happens to be conveniently right there whenever they need it. Exactly. Like caves. How many times have you been out just in a fucking forest and gone, man, I'm cold. Hey, look, cave. Literally never. Um. See, where, oh yeah, they, they're like in the snow and they find a bunch of like just post boxes. Just like a whole line of them just sitting in the snow. You can tell because uh, they say post on them. Yeah. I wish we could mail in English. Home. See, unintentionally yeah. dwarfing his environment. I love that this scene where it's got the post boxes and like pans across them to Ty and Agumon, who have clearly just had like a single frame pasted on top of this scene because they do not move whatsoever. Yeah, it's basically a diorama. Yep. Uh, even though they're supposedly talking. Cool. Oh, oh, man. I, was looking I through his, totally um, blew through that scene and I did not notice it until I rewinded. It's pretty bad. Ty's looking through his little spyglass um, and he's looking at Infinity Mountain and he's like, oh, it's getting further and further away. I mean, yeah. Because your island is like zooming through the ocean. Um, and you get, oh, yeah, I guess that means that everyone else on their own islands are getting further away from us as well. Which, <laughs> I, I like mean, that's... Scene. That's some really basic logic, but then when you realize he's, what, 10? That's an accomplishment for Ty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, a broken clock is right twice a day. I like this scene here. Agumon asks Ty, it's like, where do you think we'll end up? And Ty's like, how would I know that? <laughs> and yeah, Agumon just point. says, uh, because you're from another world. I've never left File Island. That and Ty once he's again. He's still not going to know anymore. Yeah, Ty once again shows a, quite a bit of clarity of thought and is like, yeah, well, I haven't really been away from my home before either, dude. Yeah, I mean, he literally fell through a portal into a world he did not know existed. And really, Agumon, of the two of us, only one of us has really displayed, like, knowledge of things that we shouldn't really by any right to know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, you and know a lot one... of stuff for having never left File Island, dude. Yeah. Or left a little tree grove for a thousand years. Yeah. However fucking long it was. Uh, Agumon has, like, the line you should never say, which is, oh, yep. it could be worse. They could be bad Digimon attacking us. 
Which well, fortunately there won't be any bad. Did fortunately there won't be any evil Digimon, just good Digimon. Yeah, because then Q Frigimon, who is a giant snowman, he's awesome. Yeah, he's basically a snowman teddy bear because he's got little bear ears. Yep, he's adorable when he's not trying to kill people. And he just yells out, Frigimon! Frigimon, frigidal monster. He yells that a lot. Uh, And in this scene, when he bursts out and it does like his little intro thing, is when the subtitles that are not in the episode appear. Where they're talking about, it's like, oh, he's a gentle minded Digimon. They don't say that. I've heard uh, of the uh, friendly uh, snowmon, uh, but he's a gentle monster. That line's not in the fucking episode. Really? Agumon does I, say no. something, though, about him being a uh, He does. Being he a says a different Digimon. line. They don't make the joke that's in the subtitles. It confuses me as to why this line exists. <laughs> Someone it, in the subtitles is like, Oh, I got oh a good God. one for this. You're right. It's it definitely does, a line that could that... work in the show, but it's not there. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they were given some sort of transcript, and that was a line that was supposed to be in but got cut. Probably. I mean, they have trouble with what they cut and keep in, as we'll learn in a few episodes. Um. Yeah. So, Frigimon just like picks up a giant snowball and yep. throws it. But yeah, thing. no. On cue. On cue. This happens every single time. Agumon <laughs> says, "Oh, he don't worry. He's a friendly monster," and then he tries yep. to kill them. Yeah, every single time. Without fail. For fuck's sake, stop saying they're friendly. Um, they, like, slide down behind him in the snow, and Agumon's like, oh, my belly's frozen. Like, well, it's cold, Agumon. Deal with it. Uh, they notice there's a black gear stuck in his back. So at least they're, at least they're catching on to the stuff faster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frigimon uses his fucking fantastic attack, the Sub-Zero Ice Punch, which is just a punch that freezes stuff. And he hits the mailbox and just encases it in ice. How cool is that? It's like, oh, Frigimon's awesome. Um, Heck yeah. Agumon's like, I'll fight back and shoots a pepper breath, which he just blocks because yeah. he's cool. I mean, in theory, uh, and it was a it was a good idea. I mean, you've got an ice monster, basically. Not I mean, only yeah, does Frigimon block it, but he blocks it with his hands, and then like does a little pose and goes Frigimon. <laughs> Don't worry, Tyler. Because I he's that pose. awesome. <laughs> no, because it's, because it's cool. I wasn't meaning to make a pun. <laughs> so, so I just realized. Uh, I just remembered who this. Uh, Digimon supposed to be emulating Dom Frosty the Snowman. No, actually, he's not. He, uh, really? He's, you know, he's doing um the guy who voiced him, which I looked up. His name is Bill Capizzi. Is doing a um impression of Jackie Vernon, who voiced Frosty the Snowman in the 1969 movie. Which makes it's, a uh, lot more it, sense. The, because... Yeah, the voice the voice does sound kind of similar to Dom DeLuise, though. Like I can see yeah, where you pick that up. My head is better. Don DeLuise is <laughs> But awesome. it makes more sense if it's a Frosty the Snowman style thing, because he's a But snowman. he looks more like Dom, which is the funny part, because Dom's like <laughs> a big, cuddly teddy bear. That's true. Maybe he's like, now, if you take the two of them, and then DNA digivolve them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they like just keep blocking, and Agumon's like, I can't fight back. I'm too hungry to digivolve. There's a great shot here where um, it's just like they're running away while Frigimon's in the background. And Agumon's face is so worried. <laughs> just look at him. He just look. Uh, I'm so worried about this. And Frigimon's just yelling out, "Come back here and fight Frigimon!" So, I guess he talks in third person. Uh, I don't. Does he do it after he loses the gear? I don't remember him doing that. I know he does yell at Frigimon once after he gets the gear out. Well, I mean, you gotta have. Your I don't know if he cry. talks in third person after that. Um, so yeah, they're running away and they get like trapped between him and this giant wall of ice. Uh, you should have been able to see that coming, guys. It's really big, <laughs> and it was right in front of you. <laughs> yep. But then we get the like one of the few cases of them having actual tactics in this show. Where Agumon comes up with the fastball special. <laughs> he says, Ty, you need to throw me so I can land on his back and hit the black gear. Which is a cool idea, except Agumon is really big. And Ty is Ty, not uh, capable of throwing him. Body shaming him. Yeah, Ty calls him <laughs> Tubbymon. Yeah. He says, you're too big for me to throw, I mean, Tubbymon. To be fair, Agumon has a pretty noticeable gut. He does, but we've established that Agumon is a hard-bodied machine. <laughs> Agumon has established that. I don't know if anyone else has. <laughs> um, Agumon Digibob to Beer Belly Greymon. Basically, Greymon yes. is also fat, yeah. He doesn't get in shape until he hits Mega. It's like, his Digivolve line is he gets from slightly tubby to a fat dinosaur to a fat dinosaur who decides to go cybernetic rather than work out. Yeah. yeah, yeah fat. <laughs> and then he finally gets in shape. There's, I don't know what Frigimon thought he would accomplish here, because he just like swings a punch and they dodge out of the way and he buries himself in snow. They don't even dodge out of the way. They trip and slide under him. Let's not give him yeah. too much credit here. <laughs> They weren't even trying to do something cool, and he just buries himself in snow. Uh, and then Ty's they, like... He, I mean, it's really a trip if he loses his balance and just falls back. That's what's really happening. But they, like, slide as well. I think it was because... Well, whatever, I'm not going to make up bullshit reasons. Yeah, they just slid <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I was going to say it's because Frigimon was running was, at them in the shaking ground. He was trying to lift Agumon. Yes. And he fell over because he's too heavy, but like they slid. It's really weird. I don't understand it. I think they thought we were too stupid to understand that if if they didn't slide, they still would have gone under Frigimon. Frigimon would have gone over them because hmm. he's established that he throws shitty punches and he he his punches lead him. He he you know like in the initial first two punches he misses and he continues through with the miss and swings around and then goes for another one. Ty here has the uh, better idea for the fastball special. He tells Agumon to roll up into a ball, which he does, uh, and then he just fucking kicks him. Ooh. Yeah, the only way Ty is competent is if you can um, turn something into soccer. 
Yeah. Yeah. He just fucking boots him, like, straight up the ass. <laughs> it's pretty great. But then Agumon does, like, the most perfect flip over Frigimon's head, <laughs> lands on his back, and hits the black gear. Yeah, apparently these black... All that takes to destroy one of these black gears is a little bit of fire. No, see... <laughs> I have to say that maybe once the black gear attaches itself to a Digimon, it cannot survive being separated from its host. That's the only way I can explain. So, it. Well, sure, but even then, even then, wolf? just even then, just flicking a bic lighter onto it shouldn't cause it to be ejected from the. Host. I mean, no, we no, established no, later on anyway it, that you can get no, rid of a black see, gear by shining a digivice at it. <laughs> like, hold on. Because clearly useless. what happened was it set itself on fire, but the fire wasn't what got the gear off him. It was Frigimon freaking out and falling so he does hard on his out. face that the gear unwedges itself and falls out. It's pretty... He, like, he does freak out pretty great. Um, so yeah, the gear's gone. Frigimon wakes up and he's like, why am I lying on the ground? And Agumon just says, oh, you had a black gear in you that made you evil. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I hate when I do that. <laughs> Apparently this is a regular occurrence for him. <laughs> Must be. Uh, Ty asks, is like, so have you seen any other kids like me? And Frigimon's like, oh, now that you mentioned, I did see another kid with a Gabumon. They fell over there. And he points to, like, a really far away island. Like, How good is this guy's eyesight? Holy shit. Especially since there's other islands around and he's had this gear for a while. Is he sure it was that island and not maybe the other <laughs> island over there floating that way? I mean, like, Devimon split the whole thing up into, like, seven islands. It's pretty good to assume that there's one kid on each. But, you know, whatever. Um, Frigimon's like, oh, yeah, since you helped me get the black gear out, I'll help you reach the island. Because they're like, oh, we can't swim, it's too cold, can't make a raft because we're useless. Uh, so he just uses his Sub-Zero Ice Punch to make, like, an ice bridge. Which, yeah, it's pretty cool, even if he does shout it out literally every single time he uses it. <laughs> they get halfway there and, like, alright, actually, you know what, we'll we'll figure it out on our own, you can go now. Then <laughs> we cut to, um... So, so... I'm probably thinking too hard about this, but... Can you punch water and freeze it? I mean, does it really work like that? I mean, obviously I mean, it's working, but I don't really think that's how it should work. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I mean, if you the, froze it solid enough and the thick freezing enough, it, no, it the freezing it part is fine. It's punching water. He's got a magic. He froze a mailbox with nothing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even right, yeah. water. It just turned to ice. Did you right? No, no, that's that's fine because he made physical contact with that solid object. Okay, you know what my real problem is? My real problem is it should not be smooth ice. There should be a <laughs> frozen wave wherever he makes contact with the water. Every yeah, time. Yeah, but that would ex that would take like the entire animation budget for this whole episode. <laughs> That's true. They couldn't I don't handle know what that. What the hell I was thinking? I mean, it's hard enough that they have just an attempt at making light reflections on this ice. If they had their way, it would just be all one color. <laughs> we, we cut Frigimon to, um, again. I mean, not 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 in this season, but like in better animation studio seasons. Because um, I want to see it I done right. So. 
I know a Frigimon turns up again later on in this season during the Myotis Monarch, but he's only in the background, so I doubt he's very well animated. And he has no lines. So, so we cut to Matt and Gabumon walking around in a snowstorm, which, you know, Matt's sleeveless turtleneck doesn't keep him very warm. Well, it doesn't keep his arms warm, but his neck is nice and toasty. Oh, yeah, it doesn't need a scarf with that. Um, he's, yeah, Matt's just running around in the snowstorm, yelling out, trying to find TK. So, which... do you think that because he has sleeveless turtleneck for for the cold or what have you instead of a jacket he brings like the the shawls that women wear sometimes to cover his arms (laughs) (laughs) i assume i assume it's i assume it's like those um pants that you can zip the legs off of and he just has arms he can attach to them if he needs them (laughs) that's true because those were my favorite pants when i was in middle school I'll be honest, if I could find like a pair, I'd probably legs. get them now because, like, especially this time of year, it's cold enough in the morning where I need, like, the full pant leg, but by midday, like, it's too warm for that. Absolutely agree. That's why we have air conditioning. Well, outdoor, the air conditioning isn't outdoors. <laughs> Sometimes well, I leave outside. my apartment. That's your mistake. That's you know your that mistake. Have, like, you shouldn't have left. This is, you know they have like those neck braces AC units, right? Ooh, I'd feel like a would massive that, tool. But would that fit on my sleeveless turtleneck? <laughs> I mean, I probably should, you could probably repurpose it, right? Yeah, I'm sure you could fit it in there somehow. Maybe that's what why it's a turtleneck is that you've got that whole thing around your neck. But, oh, it's, uh, it's yeah. there to mask Hold the on. absurd machinery that's attached. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gobblemon has Yeah, Gob- we'll get to that. <laughs> uh Matt like collapses in the snow because he's like, Oh, it's too cold, whatever. Gobblemon says, Listen, it's really cold. We should go into that conveniently placed cave. And Matt's like, Oh, a cave, TK has to be in there. Uh, he's not. Spoilers. And then and then what does he do? Yells TK. Yeah. He didn't hurt you the first 50 times, so obviously. Gabumon turns to the conveniently placed pile of wood shaped perfectly like a campfire <laughs> and uses his weird ice fire breath to light a fire. Um, so, we, yeah, it, it does cause fires. It's not cold breath. I Oh, yes, I just remembered I figured out how this works. Do you remember scientists discovered... A sun that has sub-zero temperatures? Nope. And that's I mean, what it is. This is the digital world, so I'm pretty sure that, like, Izzy could probably hack the temperature into being whatever he wanted. I'm just saying it exists in kind nature, and thus it exists in the digital world. <laughs> but it doesn't exist in a digital space. Obviously, it exists in his digital mouth. That's why he spits blue fire <laughs> that freezes shit, but also conveniently lights stuff on fi- wood on fire. Matt has like a cough of some kind. I think there's a simple. The I think there's a simpler explanation for this ice fire thing. It's so cold that even ice is enough to warm to heat the wood. <laughs> 
that is the stupidest thing, but let's roll with it. That'll work. <laughs> it actually kind of works. You're saying the wood was so cold that the less cold ice fire... Yeah, the temperature change. Set the temperature change. Yeah, the temperature <laughs> change contained enough energy to ignite it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I'll go with that. <laughs> Matt doesn't want to stay in the cave because he wants to look for TK. Yeah, TK hates caves, so it was a stupid idea. To yeah, apparently, even though Matt and TK like don't talk, <laughs> they don't live together. Um. Gabumon tells him, like, don't worry, you can stay in the cave, I'll look for TK, I'll be fine, I've got this built-in warm fur coat. Wait, do you suppose that it's one of those things where, since Matt doesn't really actually know anything about TK, he just kind of assumes whatever, like, <laughs> TK does or doesn't say or do is just what he's into? So, like, TK might, like, point out a bird that he sees while walking, and Matt's like, oh, TK's super into birds. And it's like, well, no, he just saw a bird once. Yeah, I thought it was more like he doesn't know anything about little kids except for TK, so he just assumes all little kids don't like caves, and so obviously TK doesn't like caves. Wouldn't be surprised. He doesn't really know a lot, considering he's his brother. I mean, they don't live together, so it is fair enough. But yeah, Gabumon says, I've got my warm fur coat. It's like... We know, Gabumon. Please don't bring attention to it. We prefer if you never talked about it. <laughs> it's weird. Gabumon. Gabumon says, you know what the best Pokemon is? Cubone. He knows how to do it right. <laughs> Fucking oath. Um, yeah, so Gabumon walks off and leaves Matt by the fire, who's all brooding and staring. Before going, you know what? I'm going to keep looking for TK anyway. Fuck Does sake, he? Matt. Yeah, he yells at TK, and then no, later on, yells it. finds him in the snow. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that answers that. Because it looked like yeah. he got startled by something and then yelled out TK. No, like, he was. It, it was he. He was starting to get up, but they didn't want to actually animate it, so they cut away. Fair enough. Yep. I thought this turned into a horror movie. <laughs> we cut back to Ty and Agumon and Frigimon, who are walking on the ice bridge, and Ty and Agumon are like, "Oh, we're tired. Let's take a break." You're not the ones doing all the work here. <laughs> the giant snow guy who's making this bridge for you is probably a bit more exhausted than you, considering he has to punch the water every ten feet. Yeah, so they also observe that the island keeps moving and it keeps getting further and further away, so maybe stopping and resting isn't a good idea if you want to catch up to this thing, guys. Yeah, I know, right? Especially since you don't know how stable this ice bridge is yeah how long is this thing gonna stick around exactly <laughs> yeah. um, how deep does that ice go yeah i mean actually pretty how deep is pretty, that ocean actually pretty deep actually if you think about it because in order for that to be a stable bridge and not start floating away that has to go all the way down <sighs> yeah yes that means it's got deep. every every so that means every impact he does with his fist Builds a spike that goes all the way to the ocean floors for stability. Yup. Frigimon's hardcore. <laughs> but Ty's like, Agumon, if you could fly like Bergeron, we'd be there already. <laughs> Agumon's like, well, I can't. He just like turns away. Don't worry, buddy, you'll get there eventually. I mean, okay, Ty, he's that's not stupid. Wrong, though. 
Bergermon probably can't fly in the cold. Bergermon is a flame bird. <laughs> yeah, she could just like melt anything. She shoots fire from her wings. <laughs> cold temperatures does not bother her at all. Wait, am I thinking of the other bird? No, Bergermon's the one that shoots fire. Okay. Um, Frigimon's like, Beomon oh, don't worry, I'll just carry you. The She's the which, little, like, little one. Which, here's the thing. In order for him to carry them, he's got them on each shoulder, and he's got his arms around them. How's he going to keep making this ice bridge? <laughs> yeah, they just don't he, bring like, that up, because they never down, animate that. Yeah, he leans down and punches. Like, they'd be going flying every single time he has to uh, extend that bridge. <laughs> they just don't explain that. It's never there. Because... We go straight from this shot of him picking them up to when they finally arrive. There's no in between of him making a longer bridge. Maybe he, he has, starts, a, maybe he has an ice stomp that we just never hear about. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. He does ice, a sub zero ice stomp. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Before we cut away from this scene, though, Frigimon's like, "Hey, did I tell you about that party I went to that the Numamon crashed?" <laughs> Which, and you know, and you absolutely know what he wanted to say, but couldn't because of standards and practices. Was that was one shitty party? <laughs> <laughs> that was one Numamon party. Fucking sorry, Numa. yeah, I'm sorry. That was one Numa sludgy party. Oh. Gotta stay on message. Yeah, you, you can't say the word poo on kids TV because everyone knows that kids they just can't handle that concept. I think more they're worried that as soon as you say it once, the kids will never stop repeating it. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> we cut <laughs> back you're to gonna get all the angry calls. Oh. You're here, television. Got, I'm sure they got angry calls about this show anyway. It's got monsters fighting each other. Can't have fighting on kids' TV. Yes, but the greatest, but the greatest champion of all is Angela, and thus. That's no, that's co-op. No, that's co-opting religious icon iconography. That's that's also evil. <laughs> Actually, also they literally the fight the devil. Exactly, exactly. The only way I got away with watching this cartoon, mom, mom. Clearly, this is a great cartoon. This angel is defeating this dark force who looks like Satan. Who is Satan? Who is well, Devimon, right? Myodismon is Satan. My mom. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> a Sailor Moon poster because comics are Satan's handiwork. Well, I mean, Sailor Moon did kind of have some uh, big ideas for a 90s cartoon. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, in my culture, Christianity is very heavily there ingrained. Was, there was some straight up, like, shitloads of just straight up gay people in that show. They yeah, try to walk around it in the dub, but they they fail horribly. <laughs> they're not cousins, guys. It's very clear. <laughs> well, they're kissing cousins. <laughs> yes. So we cut to Gabumon, who's in the snow, and he's like, oh, Matt will be so disappointed I couldn't find TK. But then he just finds Matt passed out in a pile of snow. <laughs> that seems really dangerous. He's probably... Like I don't think he's in the late stages of yeah he's in the late stages of hypothermia at this point. Yeah. Um. So he takes him back to the fire and he's like, "Oh, what am I gonna do? Wait, no one's watching. I can give him my fur coat." And we get like a shadow from the fire of him taking off his fur. It's just as disturbing as ever. 
Well, part also, partly why it's partly why it's disturbing is because they still managed to uh, draw in like the lines, the outline? For, yeah, the outline for yeah. his face and some of his textures. But not only that, but when he, there's this shot of him putting the coat onto Matt, his claws are part of the coat, so he's just got like people hands. It looks like it looks like. Somebody is reaching in with the shot, and they're wearing those yellow rubber gloves. Yellow you rubber doing gloves. Dishes. Yes, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Now we know like why he never gopher. wants to take it off. He looks like that gopher from uh, the meme where he turns around and it zooms into his face. <laughs> yeah, the dramatic gopher or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's with just, a horn on his head. Uh, this is why he doesn't like taking it off because he looks fucking weird. <laughs> I also really like really like that the reptile. I mean, he's he's a dinosaur basically, so we can assume he's probably yeah. cold blooded, and he's giving giving this fur to the warm blooded mammal, and is probably about to go into hibernation or something. No, but see, he clearly mm-hmm. he knew the correct way to do this was to spoon with Matt by the fire, <laughs> using the coat to cover both of them so they could share body. <laughs> But um, when Matt eventually wakes up, it's great because it's like he's super embarrassed and he like runs off. But before that happens, we pan out to outside the cave, the cave where oh, a yeah. mysterious shadowy figure is looking in, which they don't mention for at least another five minutes. <laughs> the show has no concept of pacing ever. Um, we go back to Frigimon, and he's finishing his story about the Numamon crashing the party. A story and that apparently... started a story that started in the middle of the night, and it is now dawn. Think yeah, about I'm that. Apparently, Frigimon beat up a Numamon that was hitting on his sister. Which, first off, Digimon have siblings? What? Sure, why not? Well, I mean, I mean they're they're they hatch from eggs. In yeah, a, exactly. like a, in a like a communal hatching ground. Not even that. I Nothing mean, lays the eggs; they just kind of form. No, 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 no. A Digimon lays the eggs. No, 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 no. Arceus just shows up, and in this trippy sequence, the egg appears. <laughs> they legit just the eggs just straight up form in the fucking little things that they stored in in the village. Like we literally it, see, we literally see this happen at the end of this like arc, yeah, right? But happens. they're all segregated, right? So obviously, each like communal egg basket hatches, and they're all siblings. No, they get their own basket for each egg. That's right. <laughs> it's yeah. Wait, so like, like you we've... detracted me from we've... what I wanted to comment on because I wasn't even listening to the story. All I could say was. Why is your bridge so crooked? Well, because <laughs> he's carrying, and be- yeah, and because he's carrying these two chuckle fucks. Yeah, they're too lazy to that, How did you build it? How did you build it so crooked? I mean, I don't even care that Alan's moving. We already know the island was moving, but you were still keeping the bridge straight. <laughs> well, he had to adjust because it was, and who knows how? Does it just like shoot out in a straight line based on the angle of his fist? Who knows? But the distance between the cur- it's curved. It's not even like <laughs> I really like 
really should let this go. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> so they're finally at the islands. Tai and Agumon were asleep on Fujimon. And they were like, Alright, cool, we're here. Let's go look for Matt and Gabumon. Uh, I like that find... they added dialogue to what clearly was animation for them yawning awake. Yeah. Welcome to this show. <laughs> they just cram as much dialogue into any scene as they can. I've noticed that the biggest differences from what I've seen of the Japanese and in the English is, in my opinion, the English music, while better, really does not ever fit the show at all. <laughs> it's just good music that they've just put on. <laughs> Whereas the Japanese has fitting music, and also they don't talk. They'll have their dialogue scenes, and then they'll just have scenes of them walking where they're not talking. Yeah, you can't do that. They, in a, you can't do that in a kids' show in America. Like the kids won't no, watch sure. that. They, they need to just be yapping away constantly, or the kids yep. are going to lose attention. Yep, that's exactly. why in Samurai, that's why in Samurai Jack, like he was constantly narrating stuff to himself. <laughs> Let's see, but that was more like Nor. Kind of. Um. Yeah, so they find like the crashed bed, like the flying bed that they crash landed on. It's like, oh, they must be here. And then Ty's calling for Matt, and Agumon's calling for Gabumon. Wow, guys. I see where your priorities are at. <laughs> um, they find... Is... Yeah, sorry. So we go back to Matt in the cave. This is where he wakes up, and he's like, huh? And then you see Gabumon just, like, run in, steal his coat back, and then run away to put it back on before he can be seen. Even though the shot is very clearly of Gabumon wearing his fur, hiding behind the rock. <laughs> I like to think that he just put it over his shoulders as he ran away. <laughs> Why is he so embarrassed about taking it off, though? Well, it's weird. I've made my own he headcanon about this. What it is, is Agumon and Gabumon are like... The Spartans and the Greeks, or I'm sorry, the, the Athenians or whatever. So, Gabumon's race, um, they have to go through a uh, rite of passage where they kill this Digimon and wear its skin <laughs> as similage of that he's grown up and become an actual Gab uh, so, Gabumon. So, Gabumon's a berserker. <laughs> Essentially, yes. They just get it when they Digimon. And her. they have to kill that Digimon. Oh my god, what if it's a... They have to di kill a uh, elderly, experienced... Um, what's the next evolution of his? Garurumon. Um, uh, yeah, they have to kill an elderly, experienced uh, uh, Garurumon. That's how they send them off into Valhalla, or whatever they want to call it. Uh, <laughs> so they're recycling fur. Shit, that doesn't make sense. No, no, it's a digivolution. It makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, love but that, they can I only... love that moment of self-doubt. <laughs> Like, it doesn't make any sense, but wait, this is Digimon. Exactly, it does make sense. When they digivolve, they get the fur, so they rip the fur off of the next stage, an elderly next stage Digimon, and wear it themselves in their prior Digivolution stage. And they have to kill the Garurumon with their horn. Otherwise, they cannot be a proper Garurumon. Okay, um, the way you just said that made it sound like you said Garurumon, and I love that. That's pretty. The great. elder, the elder Garuru mom. <laughs> I 
just spit coke all over my screen. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. uh, turns out Gubbermon now has a cold because he wasn't wearing his fur for like one night. Yeah, next to a, next to a fire. Thus yeah. the uh, <laughs> thus the uh, evolution of Diaboromon. <laughs> Because of the human virus mixing with the... the, the yeah, G-virus. human cold virus, yeah. <laughs> yes. He's the common cold. <laughs> um, yeah, so they f- run out and they find Ty and Agumon who are calling. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're all happy. We're friends. Uh, Matt calls Frigimon Frosty the Snowmon. Which is like... A little on the Matt. nose. Uh, yeah. Matt's like, did you see anyone else fall? I'm worried about TK. Because worrying about TK is one of two of Matt's character traits. Uh, Frigimon's like, oh, Gubbermon's got a cold. I have an idea. And he just walks off. Ty starts it's... joking with Gubbermon about having a cold. He's like, how'd you get a cold? You're the one with the fur. Uh, Matt gets mad and picks a fight with Ty, which is his other character trait. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Because I was just going to comment on how happy and joyous they were holding each other. It almost felt like they shared a moment. Like, forget Sora. We should both run away again. Yeah, the thing you got to remember about Matt is Matt is a tool. This episode and the one where they first warped Digivolve spawned a whole fucking generation of Matt and Ty shippers. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that uh, uh, shoulder over his, his hand over his shoulder. Hey, don't worry. We'll find him. Ty says, well, Matt, you need to chill out. She's like, fuck you, Ty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like, we need to figure out what to do next. And Matt's like, oh, yeah, we need to search for everyone else. Um, Says, well, clearly we all landed in different places. It's going to be hard to find them. And Matt's just being a, a dick, kind of like... Just because? I'm back on the... Uh-oh. What have you done? Oh, no, good. I'm still connected. <laughs> I, I slam my fist on the desk because I'm still stuck on the um, Matt being a douchebag. Well, I mean, <laughs> Matt, you could you say, oh, I'm, I'm still stuck Gabum- on... Gabumon. Yeah, that's basically so, just saying, hey, I'm still watching this episode. <laughs> or I'm still watching this fucking show. I mean, Tries come out, had two fucking movies come out, and Matt, yep, still a dick. <laughs> and nothing's changed for him. Um, and the sad, the sad part is, I could excuse his dickness because of his deep guilt for not growing up with TK. I can understand that. I can relate a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the, the obligation to protect his brother, sure, that's, that's understandable. But I mean, but no, he's still just a plain dick either way. Like, he eventually, he even says, like, oh, I'm not worried about TK anymore because he's got Padamon to protect him. And if he'd ever seen Anjumon, he'd be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. TK's fucking fine. Yeah, TK is probably the only one of us who's <laughs> actually safe. Yeah. Um, but he, he says that, and then he immediately disregards that and continues worrying over TK for the rest of eternity. But, you know, who needs character growth? It's a kid's show. 
<laughs> he needs character growth, but at the same time, he can't actually display character growth because then they can't keep using his one character trait. Yep. Uh, Ty's like, we need to figure out if the island is moving towards that place Devimon talked about. Um. Oh my god. Devimon ever mention a place? And considering he flung all the islands away from, like, Infinity Mountain, no, it's not moving towards any place. It's moving Wait, away sure from a place, place. I'm pretty sure the place Ty is referring to is the temple place that we go to in, I think, the next episode. But I don't think that was ever mentioned in the last episode. Like, Devimon never mentioned a place. He just said, you're the Digidestined, you're here to destroy me, I'm gonna get rid of you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't remember you guys talking about some place that Devimon mentioned. Yeah, yeah this just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> Someone forgot to translate something. <laughs> or add so Yeah, exactly, translate and add it. Um, I'm yeah, Matt's like, that's not important, what's important is finding everyone else so we can go home. And he's like, um, he just like runs away and he uses the power of repeated animation. <laughs> yes, that's what I was tripping out about. And it's not enough, but because, you know, maybe if you didn't run in the same spot three times, you would have gotten further away. <laughs> or at least try to do the dramatic thing where you use one animation facing one way, then you use the mirrored or flipped animation going the other way like you're you're diving in between <laughs> trees or something you know get creative with it because it's very no, obvious it's literally it's the same, the same thing just they don't even have anything in between it it's just the same thing three times i have to imagine not only did the show not have budget they didn't have time <laughs> um yeah uh, i can imagine so ty tackles him and he's like I know how you feel about finding the others. Uh, and Matt responds just by punching him in the fucking face. <laughs> Don't yeah. run away yep. while I'm still talking. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much how he feels about it's the great. others. Just smacks him in the face. It's so good. Uh, and it's like, you don't have a clue how I feel. You're acting like such a jerk. Um... Out of the two of you, which recently punched someone in the face? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Ty knows exactly how you feel. That's a, that's the pot because he has Matt. a little sister <laughs> with which he experienced exactly the same fucking thing. Just oh, fuck you, Matt. You are the worst. Um. So the two of them just start fighting, and by fighting, I mean they have like this two-frame animation of them rolling down a hill, <laughs> like grappling and rolling down a hill. Like all you'd have uh, to do is superimpose like them like yelling and laughing or whatever, and it would be a playful romp in the snow instead of a brawl. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like like I said, this scene spawned a generation of shippers for these two. It's it's TK. He's off there on yeah. the phone. So they like, oh they God. reach the edge of wow. a cliff, and Ty is totally about to lay the smack down on Matt. And he notices Matt is just like crying. He's like, "It's because TK is all alone." Like, and well, he says, "Wow, that's it. You're such a pansy." 
<laughs> At which been, point, like, the cliff conveniently gives way. <laughs> would have been more satisfying. Yes. It's like, smack! You're right. If we could just... For your brother. <laughs> if the final episode of Try is just Ty punching Matt in the face, just for like half an hour, just best episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, oh no, yeah, no. we can be friends Matt, now because I understand. Matt visits every Digidestin and each one ends up assaulting him. <laughs> even even the Digimon. <laughs> yes. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So before they can make up and be friends properly, the cliff conveniently gives way. Because you cannot stand on a cliff in the digital world without it crumbling underneath your feet, apparently. Well, the, see, the digital world, the digital world operates on dramatic timing, which is why, uh, yep. which is why an island was floating by as soon as Devimon kicked Tai and Agumon off last last time. No, no, that was um, they were standing on a cliff and Leomon jumped yeah, the ground, so it broke off. Right, but they still happen to be lucky enough to land on a passing landmass. Otherwise, they would have just no, plummeted into the water. That, that was the landmass. They were on the cliff, and he cut it off, and they were floating on it. I'm pretty sure they fell off. Well, I thought they just, like, he just cut a chunk off and, like, kicked it away, and they floated away. Eh, it's not Who important. Knows? In any case. E- either way, they didn't I mean, end that's, up that's on that I mean, that's hardly the, the, like, most important thing that got left out of that episode, apparently, according to this fucking episode. <laughs> There's a whole line that was apparently super important that we didn't hear. Uh, oh, are we talking about the subtitles as opposed to what was actually said? No, no. The um, the place that they're supposed to be going to that was never mentioned. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you just brought it up. Earlier. Yeah. Um, so the cliff gives way. Ty catches Matt in one hand, and the other hand he hangs onto another conveniently placed tree branch. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that trying to catch someone the same size as you while falling down a cliff and hanging on, like, a tiny branch would dislocate your shoulder. Or the branch, the way that branch is wobbling. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was, it. when they were falling, the the trauma of falling forced him to wish really hard that there was a tree branch to break their fall, and thus the database updated with that those specs, and bam, <laughs> for the tree Um... Agumon and Gavumon are like, oh, we need to help. If only we could digivolve, but we can't because we're too tired and hungry. And have a cold. Yeah. Uh, at which point, the um, silhouette we saw earlier just comes screaming into shot with a giant ice spear. <laughs> Pretty hard. He's got a black gear stuck in his chest. It's a uh, Mojimon. No, they say it's stuck inside him where clearly I saw a gear stuck sticking out of his back. It's in his like chest. Partially inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, they oh, say, it it's Mojimon. Right, right. He doesn't like fighting. To be to be oh, fair, the difference like between Mojimon... everything else. Yeah, to be fair, the difference between Mojimon's back and chest is a matter of where seeing his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But how many times are they going to go, oh, this is a friendly Digimon who immediately attacks them? I like how the description of Mojimon was not subtitled. Yeah, it really is. It's just... Well, except when they know, throw they, in the wrong subtitles. They get wrong subtitles, they <laughs> leave out subtitles, they misspell subtitles. I mean, 
That's kind of how this show works so far, apparently. But, uh, yeah, he, like, hits the cliff with the ice spear. And it's just, oh, yeah, cool, we'll just fucking land. And he seems pretty pleased with himself about it. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, we're so good. I like how on the shot when they're falling down, uh, Agumon and Gabumon are just hugging. <laughs> it's like, hold me. Um, they all land on Frigimon. Who had wandered off earlier. And he's got like a bunch of fruit and some weird grass shit. And some vegetables. Uh-huh. I don't know where he got um, those in this on this iceberg, but you know, good for him. Yeah, well apparently we're not in the uh, fucking ice place anymore. It's all rocks now. Oh, I mean, there's right, still some ice behind him. Right, but they did move to yeah. a different island. Um, it's yeah, one of those so weird islands eating. where there's multiple biomes in it. <laughs> well, that's just the digital world in general. <laughs> yes, yes, the precursor to Minecraft. Um, yeah, they all start eating, and he gives Gabumon like this weird grass stuff. He's like, it's an old gold remedy, which is apparently really disgusting. Because he, like, spits it out. Um, and then Mojimon lands behind them, and he's like, I'll take care of him. And <laughs> he just charges towards him and yells out, Frigimon! Because? Why not? Yeah. Um, and he just slams into Mojimon, who hits the cliff face behind them, which is just full of black gears. You know, black ears. They're in everything. Look at that. I, I told you. He leads with his punches, so he lost his balance, and he judo flipped them. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Uh, first off, though, uh, wait, no, yeah, he gets flipped first, and then Mojimon pulls out, like, a bone boomerang. <laughs> a bone meringue? I mean, you can't... Well, I was getting to that, because that's what it's called in Pokemon. Right. Cubone signature move. Um, what else are you going to call it? Because they've eaten a bone boomerang. Bone boomerang. <laughs> which is what he says. Exactly. So they all duck underneath the uh, bone boomerang. Um, and they're like, okay, we've eaten now. It's time to digivolve. And we get Greymon and Garurumon. So Greymon just shoots a Nova Blast and, like, misses. He just gets punched in the face. <laughs> As well, he Garurumon. should. Agumon was able to pinpoint yeah. those pepper breaths earlier, and uh, Greymon, whose fireballs are much bigger, can't hit shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garumon catches the uh, bone boomerang in his mouth and just crushes it. Because he's a badass. And because he's a doggy. Um, yeah, that's it. He needs the bone. <laughs> and then Frigimon just pulls a fucking Raditz tactic. Where he, like, grabs him from behind and is like, quick, hit him now! Just straight up Raditz from DDZ. Uh, and Greymon just blasts him, which apparently hits the Black Gear only, so he's got pinpoint accuracy now. So listen, you're you're complaining about him not doing pinpoint accuracy, um, but he barely misses him only because Mojimon jumped out of the way at the nick of time. He would have hit him. him. 
No, he kicks I, his he kicks him after he flips out of the way. Yeah, so I just I really mean, wanted to mention this scene. <laughs> he, he, he this scene where um after they knock the black gear out and it's Greymon with the black gear spinning in front of him. And we get a two frame animation of Ty like, Yay, we did it and he like dances across the screen. <laughs> it's fantastic. It only lasts for like two seconds, but it's so good. And this 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 uh gear dislodging from Mojimon proves my theory that it's a symbiotic relationship. Because <laughs> the fire didn't knock it out. It's when they banged against the mountain it bounced out. But it's full of cracks. What, his chest? Clearly, no, the, the gear. Like actually, when it comes out, actually it's his chest kind full of, of cracks. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a giant hole in it because there was a gear stuck in there. Yeah, that celebration dance was way too fast. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I want a gif of that. Um, so after the gear comes out, Mojimon like shrinks. He does like the revert from Digivol thing, but he just gets smaller. Yeah, that's interesting. Like we'll see later that the gears can like make a Digimon grow, but it it's like twenty gears at once that does it. Just <laughs> yeah, not just one. To be fair, this uh, gear was fairly large, so much so that it was protruding out of his chest. That's a good point. Yeah, but so was so was Frigimon's, and he didn't get bigger. I demand some I internal consistency. I... Didn't didn't he though? <laughs> Are you demanding consistency? I am demanding you consistency. You don't you don't know that he show. lost some weight after losing that gear. Are we gonna he get? Are we gonna a bit slimmer? Are we gonna start a a splinter group of Digimon fans who go after a slightly bigger Frigimon theory, <laughs> <laughs> like the Luke theory? Exactly. Luke, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. I love that theory. But you can only tell, like, if you've got the bigger Frigimon, if he's in the same shot as a Mergimon. Exactly. Yes. Um, you gotta have your frame of reference, man. Garurumon, like, blasts black gears that are inside the mountain wall that cracked open. And they just, like, stop turning. It's like, oh, what did you do? And then they start turning in reverse. So then they start heading back towards Infinity Mountain. Uh, Matt and Ty make up from their fight. That's, that's and how they gears work. Never you... fight each other <laughs> ever again. Lessons learned. We'll never fight each other. We can't handle that. Technically, the gears stop and then start spinning the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. They start turning in reverse. There are a lot of gears just in this island, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's how, it, that's how it's moving. See, what happened was, was, was Devimon was one of the first Digimon, and he prefers the old style of thinking where you're more analog than digital, and so he wants to use gears to control the world. Literally. <laughs> I mean, they seem uh, to be pretty effective. I can't blame him. <laughs> and then Matt says, I'm sure TK will be okay, because he's got Patamon to protect him. And then we'll be reunited, and together we'll beat Devimon. And then as soon as the camera cuts away, TK! (laughs) Yeah, because we can't have development. And that's the end of the episode. It just leaves on that. Yeah, it's a very abrupt end. It is a very abrupt end. Here's here's the interesting thing. Um, 
we three know that Potamon is probably the best Digi partner to have to protect you. Well, in Potamon, Potamon isn't. No, well, you know, but Angelone's, we know that in times of di- but... in, in times of distress, they tend to get an energy spike, and thus can digivolve to their next level, which is Angemon. We three know this. He doesn't have that freaking idea. What possibly could give him any 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 concept that that Patamon would be able to protect TK? Well, because it's the it's the transitive Patamon is the weakest. Yeah, it's, it's... Patamon is the weakest of the Digimon. So exactly. therefore, he must have the strongest Digivolution. That's it, clearly how it works. I mean, clearly to and us, it, but he's an actually idiot. actually how it works as well. It, yes, but there's no freaking way that Matt thought that. I gotta, I gotta stop hitting the desk. It's, my... it's, it's, it's simple. When Matt's in trouble, Gabumon protects him. When TK's in trouble, clearly Patamon will protect him. There's absolutely no evidence no, to when, support when this. When TK's but... in trouble... Gabumon protects him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because Patamon has not yet so But maybe it's not that Patamon's useless. It's just Patamon's never had an opportunity. Oh, he's... What? He's he had gets an opportunity. Yeah. But he doesn't take it. Anyway. He's in an episode where he's like, oh, yeah. And Patamon, like, almost digivolves. You look at his digivirus and it, like, almost fills up. But then he doesn't. <laughs> the progress we've, bar we've starts all rolling. all been there. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. That, that was a pretty packed episode. Yeah, I by mean, this show's standards, sure. We, it was they so wanted to packed. fit in two fights with Black Gear Digimon and, and the fight between Ty yeah. and Matt. It was so packed, Matt ran for like a half a minute and didn't move an inch. <laughs> the weight of responsibility in his heart. I mean, uh, that's that's me. really he just... He his friendship. <laughs> Please get it right. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot that. He's crushed his friendship and he can't fucking keep friendship with time. No. That comes up when he like in the Dark Masters arc, where he like leaves the group, uh, and then he can't Gabumon can't digivolve to Melgarurumon anymore because he hasn't got any friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Really, honestly, Matt should be the Dark Master. Bring in uh, was it Kenji? Right? No, is it Kenji? Ken. 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 Yeah, just Ken. Bring in Ken. Make him. I mean, <laughs> we could just like take Ken from season two and put him in season one, and then pretend season two never existed. Because he's the only good part. When you said that he becomes the Di- the Digimon Emperor again, that pissed me off. I would only have expe- expected or accepted Matt to become the Digi, Digi Emperor because <laughs> nobody likes his ass. There's a lot of theories going around that even though he's, like, dressed up as the Emperor again, that he's not actually evil. And that he's pulling, like, a Batman gambit to, uh, pretend to be evil to make the rest of the team digivolve to Mega. So that they have the power to fight whatever's happening. How is that a Batman gambit? There was something Batman did. Yeah, he pretended pretended to be evil so the rest of the Justice League could evolve into their final forms, yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
I would call that more like a Thunderbolts gambit, where they pretended to be good, and it turns out they're the masters of evil. Well, no, because the whole reason that they pretend to be evil is to get the others to fight against them, and then because they're good enough, because he's got fucking Imperial Drummond, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, it's to make not to beat them, but to make them fight hard enough to want to beat you that they get stronger. Which happened. That's literally what happened. He turned up with Imperial Drummond, and they were like, "Quick, go to Mega," and it happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recall Which, during one of the podcasts it prompted me to want to look up the Warp Digivolve for uh, Angemon. And in the course of that, I got led to this stupid video where it shows the five or the top five strongest Digimon of all time. And I'm expecting the ones from the stupid. show. No, and, it's like Ulforce Vidramon and... Alpha Mon and yes, I was like ones you've never heard of. Yes, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, no. Looking up like all the Digimon that exist from all the non-TV show properties is a it's a rabbit hole you do not want to go down. Because there's this whole like established law about Digimon that doesn't actually happen in any one of the shows. Like, there's the whole thing with, like, the uh, the Royal Knights, who are this order of holy Digimon that, like, protect the Digi-God or whatever. And some of them show up, like, uh, Omnimon is a Royal Knight, but not the Omnimon from the show. He just happens to be in the Royal Knights and doesn't turn up. There's also a whole and line of- Magnamon is a Royal Knight, but not the Magnamon from the show. <laughs> there's also a whole line of ancient Digimon. There's literally a Digimon just called Ancient Greymon. They're like the progenitors. No, no, those are from Frontier. Are those from the show? Yeah, that they were in one of the Frontier movies because they are the spirits. Like you know, how they have like the Digimon spirits that they use to turn into Digimon. Those are the Digimon whose spirits they use. So Ancient Greymon spirit is the one that the Takuya uses. Okay. Oh my god. Omnimon X, a holy knight Digimon and carrier of the X antibody. Oh yeah, what there was a whole knights. like 3D animated movie called I can't remember what it was called. X something. Digimon X something. Um, and it was basically about uh, the digital world was getting too full of Digimon. <laughs> so that whoever was in charge of it was like, no, no, this is this is bad. We're going to make a new digital world. I'm going to take over some of the Digimon and leave the rest behind to get destroyed by this virus. Um, and obviously some of them survived. And they developed the X antibody, which just made them better. It was, it's so like it was, one of those... So it was the Digi Black Plague. Yeah, but it was done on purpose. Well, yeah, just like the Black Plague was started by the Order of the Templar. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, but yeah, it was like one of those mid-early 2000s 3D animated things where it's just like nothing has a texture and everything's perfectly smooth and shiny. And the whole movie was like that. I don't even know if it ever got translated. 
What was it called? Digital Monster X Evolution. It was a standalone film. No, it never got translated. X Evolution. So this is the part of the show where we all wiki- look up stuff on the Digimon we wiki. We just look up the you- wiki because none of us can remember any of this shit. <laughs> I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet the person who has all this committed to memory. I kind of don't. Oh, want there's it. a lot of them. Yeah. So and there's the also like that... the whole manga series that I've talked about before. The um, V Tamer O One. So the thing that I've. Sorry, I've always been uh, curious about is so the 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 most impair and the I'm sorry the most important character in the Digimon universe that I've never freaking heard of Rio Rio. So at this point, George's audio recording cuts out, um, but there's only about 10 minutes left in the show, so enjoy the next 10 minutes of Joel and I talking to someone you can't hear. There is a like whole website dedicated to Rio. Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, there's a whole Tumblr. Rio's story. It tells you everything about Rio Akiyama. There's not that much actually, but considering like all of the important shit he did. And the fact that he turns up twice in two different series. Yeah, he's in Tamers. He was also in one scene in Adventure 2. It's right after Ken is no longer evil, but before he joins the team, where he's, like, having a bad dream, and, like, he's he's having a dream of, like, him in the digital world, and he's like, we did it, Wormmon! And there's a giant Digimon that's dying, and then you have like a shot of behind Rio's head. Yeah, if you've never played the game, it makes absolutely zero sense because it's a scene from the game. Yes, he was. He was watching the fight with uh, Diabaramon. Which, you know, it's really, really dumb. We need to stop talking about Rio in every episode. I mean, he's clearly important. See, that that's the thing, though. We can't. The, his power is to span the multiverse of the digital world, which means he inserts himself in every single episode of this podcast. I've really got to look up we're not, we're not. Yeah. We're not bringing up Rio. I hate you. We're not bringing up Rio. Rio brings himself into the conversation. 
I did. I appreciate the Pretending reference. I didn't hear you. We'll just let that one slide. But yeah. Rioni, he's just... Why do we keep talking about him? <laughs> That's actually a pretty good analogy. It works surprisingly well. I have no idea. What does Booster Gold even do in the new 52? What's different? Oh, so, nothing, apparently. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> you wouldn't think it. Oh man, I hope they do like anything with Booster Gold these days. They should put him in an episode of Flash. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's pro that would make sense where they'd put him. Yeah, they're going to put him anywhere. Which desperately needs it. I haven't watched them. I stopped watching after the one where they went to the 50s. Because I was just like, I'm done with this show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sucks to be those guys that got left behind. Oh, God. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Has has this become the, the Legends of Tomorrow podcast now? <laughs> uh, I mean, we're getting pretty close. <laughs> No, no, we can we can solve it. Just the Digi Destined of tomorrow. I would watch that if we got like a show where it was just what the um the young hunters who leapt through time. I mean, it does sound like a pretty cool thing, but no, that was just like they all turned up in the one place. I want one where it's just various digi-destined from every show traveling into each show and fucking up the continuity even more. 
We do not. They never explained that. Yeah, I just want, like, I don't know, like, maybe Ty and, like, Ken and, I don't know, fucking Henry Wong just, like, traveling into the middle of Adventure 2 and being like, hey, guys, we're here to fuck shit up, and then just disappearing. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. Just, like, completely fucking up the continuity even more than it's been fucked up without time travel. It was pretty good. And then we could have, like, Rio turn up and be like, hey guys, could you not fuck with my time stream? <laughs> and then just, like, fucking put them all down because he's Rio. He's, like, fucking God. His fucking partner Digimon is a uh, a monodromon combined with a millenniummon, which is a chimeramon combined with a skullgreymon. So he's got like three fucking fusions going on there, and then he can also biomerge with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really feeling that I should start, like, apparently, because Digimon Fusion, which is called Cross Wars in Japan, is apparently completely awful. And just really bad in general. But, um, they made a manga at the same time, which is, it started out the same, but apparently actually got, like, really good. And people think it's, like, one of the best things Digimon's ever done. Which, you know. I'd be interested in that, but fuck reading manga takes too long. I think we should leave it here before we go crazy again. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's leave that in. We won't upset anyone by saying that. <laughs> so, uh, this is... You know, this time I'll remember to put the theme music in this episode, since apparently I forgot last time. You know, you can just edit that in and not say anything, and people who are listening to this archivally would never know. I could, but I've got crappy Australian internet. It takes me like an hour to upload these episodes. So it's never getting fixed. Nope, never. Plus, I'd actually have to fix it as well. And that would take like two minutes. Yeah, you don't have that time, kind of time. No, I got I got to fit as much Overwatch into this weekend as humanly possible. Well, I'm sure that dates this episode pretty pretty strong because I'll Who bet cares? you in two years nobody's gonna know what Overwatch is. Oh yeah, no one. It won't take off. It's a better. <laughs> but yeah, we will leave it here. Got to stop continuing this shit. <laughs> so this is the Digital Moncast. Uh, thank you, Joel and George, for coming on. Uh, we should hopefully be back next week. It seems to be turning into a fortnightly podcast rather than weekly, but we should be back next week. Uh, and send us any messages you have on the Twitter account that I now look at, which is <laughs> at Digital Moncast. Or email us at digitalmoncast at gmail.com. They don't have to be about Digimon. 
we will just somehow work Digimon into the question. It'll be silly. We'll just throw Digi in front of our in front of a lot of the words in our answers. It's... Yeah, you won't even notice. Not with this show. <laughs> maybe we'll bring it up. Well, on the maybe next maybe maybe rework workshop that and send it in. And we'll answer it next time. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see everyone next time. But, well, we'll talk. We won't see. It's video. Not video. Bye. No, we're done. Bye.